Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is in all Good morning. Now, recently I had a question asked of me as to why it is that we look at the readings on Sundays in the period of Luke. We're reading the Gospel of Luke like we are. That we have these numbers jumping around. We'll have the, you know, third week of Luke and then the fourth week of Luke and then sometimes we'll jump forward to the 12th week of Luke and then back to the 7th week of Luke and last week was the 13th week of Luke and this week's the 15th week week of Luke. Why is it that we jump back and forth and all over the place when it comes to the Gospel of Luke? Well, the answer for that is that there are certain Sunday readings in the Gospel of Luke that are attached to a specific event. For example, the Sunday of the Holy Fathers, which is always on a Sunday, and so therefore sometimes that will come earlier in Luke or later in Luke, depending upon when that Sunday shows up. And today is another example where we are a couple of weeks away from opening up the Triodion, and so therefore we read the Gospel story of Zacchaeus. And so we need to be reading this pericope in context of the fact that we are about to open up the Triodion, that we're about to go into a period where we are increasing our prayer life, increasing our awareness of our own sins, and doing more in our life to try to repent and turn towards God. And if we look at the pericope of Zacchaeus, the last line that we read today helps us in this preparation. We are told the Son of Man has come to seek and save the lost. And I want to focus on that word lost because it's very interesting. In the Greek, it's apolos, is how it's used in the gospel reading today. But its etymology goes back to a word, apolemi. And if you look at the word apolemi and its meaning, it's actually rather surprising. Because when we think of lost, we normally think of what happens in the morning you're going to work and you can't find your keys. Or you're in a strange neighborhood, you turn around and you don't know where you're going. This is our concept of lost, normally when we hear this word. But the root of apolos is to destroy utterly, to kill, to slay, to demolish, to lay waste to. So when Christ says he is seeking the lost, he is seeking those who are face to face with utter destruction. And that is all of us. Because Christ, God, is the source of all things. He is the creator. We say in the liturgy, every good gift comes from the Father of lights. That Christ is life, truth, and the way. Sin is that which separates us from our creator. Without him, without the life of all things, 
death is introduced into his creation. Disease, decay, tragedy, all of these things are introduced into his creation. And if we went on with our existence without him, without our dependence upon him, if we tried to do this all by ourselves, we would be left with utter destruction because we have no power to destroy death. We have no power to sustain life indefinitely. We have no power to maintain all of creation on its various paths through the universe, through space, through whatever. Without God, we have absolutely nothing. We are face to face with utter destruction. And I think this is very useful in the sense that it shows us the depth of the immeasurable love of God, that he is willing to humiliate himself by becoming a human being, to allow his creation, which is turned towards utter destruction, to arrest him, put him in chains, spit upon him, beat him, crucify him, kill him, so that he can seek and find the lost and allow us a path back to him so that we no longer have to face down utter destruction. And so therefore, as we approach the coming of the opening of the Triodion and the coming of Lent, we are asked by the church to meditate upon this. Meditate upon the fact that without God, we face nothing, literally nothing. We have literally nothing. Only with God do we have anything. And therefore, as we gear up, get ourselves ready to start praying more, fasting more, giving more alms to the poor, the reason we do it is to help us turn away from that utter destruction and toward the God who willingly went to the cross so that we don't have to face that utter destruction. That instead we have him with his open arms ready for us to come running, to be embraced in his love, in his life, in his forgiveness into the ages of ages and even beyond. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever. Amen.